0: Hello there, welcome to you know what? Musings with Chanel Eric Beshola, the podcast where we endeavor to know better, be better, and do better by examining our lives and the ways in which we navigate the spaces where we find ourselves. I'm your host, Chanel, and I thank you for being here. Before we go any further, please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast so that you won't miss any episodes, and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Musings with Chanel are you about to do that? Good. Hey, 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 how are you doing? How are you feeling? How are you? For me, I think I've been okay. Just living my life, minding my business and, you know, thinking, musing, really honing in on the pandemic and everything that's going on with it and with life in general. And, you know, Life is a blessing, it's a gift, life can be so sweet, I know. But the rough part is that life with all of its sweetness sometimes presents challenges to all of us. Not even sometimes, actually. Life is guaranteed to present some kind of difficulty at some point. That's just the way it works, right? There are high highs and low lows and there's some in-betweens. We may be victorious on Monday but defeated on Tuesday. Happy in one season, sad in another. If nothing else, life has range. And so do the difficulties that come along with it. Think about all of the things that you come up against on a daily basis. All of the battles that you have to fight, big and small, in order just to be happy, to be content, to feel fulfilled, to feel like there's a purpose for life and all of these things that come with it. Then take that. Take all of those existing challenges of daily life and throw a pandemic on there. That's what we're living with right now. So, how do we even start to wrap our minds around the impact? And how do we even deal? How do we make sure that we are well despite all of the darkness that's been around this year? There's a new stressor in town, and it's called COVID 19. And it presents a daily threat to us that is literally a matter of life and death for so many people. It's a threat that doesn't care about what you were going to do before it. It doesn't care who you are or what plans you had or what else you're dealing with right now. And on top of that, to combat it effectively, a certain level of isolation is required. Man, it just puts us all in a rough spot. It leaves us there just being stressed out and isolated. Whether everything else in your life is fabulous or not, you are feeling some level of COVID-related impact in your life. It just is what it is. We're dealing with something that we have not dealt with before in our lifetime, a threat that we cannot see, that is adding pressures in ways that we could not have envisioned at the beginning of 2020. When you think about the anxiety and the stress that is brought on by these pandemic circumstances, it's not difficult to see why so many are struggling. Now, let me just say, and I've said this before, 2020 hasn't all been trash. No way. A lot of great things have happened this year. But in this episode, I want to talk specifically about navigating the rough spots. What can we do to help ourselves? to feed our spirit, to help our minds. What can I say to we, the people who are still blessed and still in the land of the living, but are facing challenges on a daily basis? Some of us are really, really, really struggling right now. And I realize that I'm not qualified to or in a position to offer tailored guidance on this platform, but I feel like I can help us to pick some of the low-hanging fruit that if we do it, we can just feel a little bit better when we're feeling overwhelmed. So I think we start by taking a look at what we're doing on a daily basis and, of course, figuring out whether our actions are serving us and our well-being or not. So like I mentioned, let's focus on the low-hanging fruit. Social media comes to mind. I realize that a lot of us are spending a lot of time, more than we did before, on social media. And I've really been thinking about the impact of that on us. The impact of excessively, compulsively for some of us using social media when really moderation is key. So let's think about this. You already have your own stuff going on. And sometimes, yes. Social media provides relief, humor, some joy, but not always. Sometimes there's content there that can trigger something in us that we don't like. Some of that content is toxic to our well-being, our peace of mind, and yet we're there constantly allowing it to reach us, giving it access to us. When it comes to social media, I think the first step is that we at least have to understand that we're opening ourselves. um, And for whatever time we're there, we are dedicating or allocating some of our energy to people and opinions that we can't control, right? You don't get to tell anyone what to post. They just post what they want and you see it. Then you deal with the aftermath, whether you love the post or the picture or the status or not, because you've already been exposed to it. And I get it, you know, like on the flip side, like I mentioned, there's value to social media. I mean, I'm on there and it has its place in society for those of us who choose to engage. We want to know what's going on in the world, what's going on with our loved ones, whatever the case is. I get it. Uh, For me, I pretty much returned to social media right when I decided to embark on this podcast journey because you can't exactly launch a podcast in a vacuum, right? Right. It's a passion project, a love project, and it's meant to serve people. So I need that interaction. But in the months before that, I was just minding my own business in my own world. And honestly, I really didn't miss it that much. But since I'm here now and I'm becoming more of an active participant by my own standards, mind you, I'm ready to share a perspective that I think would be useful for all of us when approaching social media and the main thing that we find there. Do you know what the thing is that we find on social media? Other people's business. Okay. Definition time. And really, I've been gone so long that I forgot how much I love definition time. So our word is other. Other means different from the thing or person already mentioned that means that i am going to be talking about useful tips for all of us when approaching social media and the business of people that is different from our own business did you catch that other people's business is different from your own business different circumstances different situations different thought processes, different everything. Everybody you see when you scroll through your feed have one thing in common, all of them. And that thing is that they are not you. They may be able to relate to you and you may be able to relate to them in certain situations and things like that because we all have something in common with someone or we can agree on certain things with certain people, but their life, their path their present, their past, their future is theirs. It belongs to them. It's unique to them. All of the factors influencing their lives and their decisions are best known only to them. And I say all of that to say this, while we may have a front seat to other people's business that they choose to share with us, don't forget that point, for whatever reason they want to, we need to remember that nothing going on with them, good or bad, should put us in that mental space where we are feeling less than or more than that person. Especially now, when we're dealing with so much emotional stress during this pandemic. View yourself and the people that you see on social media as independent events. They're living and doing whatever they want to do, And showing you only what they want you to see. And you're pretty much doing the same thing. I'd like you to really take a moment and think about how social media makes you feel. If it makes you feel great, fine. I'm happy for you. But if you're scrolling through any of the social media platforms and the content that you see there from someone or some source consistently makes you feel some negative emotion, then I would like you to reflect on that and ask yourself why you continue to expose yourself to that content and to that person or to those people. It's not by force. You have choices. It's your account. If you don't like what you see from certain people, certain sources, then snooze them, block them, delete them whatever you need to do. It's just not worth it. Let that person keep living his or her best life, however they define that, but just let it happen away from you if something bothers you so much. If it's your social media account, then you should be able to set yourself up for success and feel good whenever you're there. Period. On the flip side, If every time you see someone post about their success, it brings up negative feelings in you about yourself, feelings of inadequacy, or you're judging yourself harshly, or you're getting sad and depressed because people seem to be doing what you consider to be better than you, then that's a personal issue that you really need to take the time to consider. We're human beings, I know. We experience a wide range of emotions, positive and negative. But when someone's success or what looks like success from the outside triggers you and puts you into this downward spiral of negative emotions, then maybe you need to do self-work to figure out why that's the case. Real talk, the best place to figure that out and to do the kind of self-work that's required is not on social media scrolling even further through your timeline, feeling all of those feelings all over again. Know when to engage and know when to separate yourself. Your peace of mind, your happiness is key. It's more important than anything else. So let's recap. What am I really saying? Be honest with yourself about how you're processing all the information that comes at you when you use social media. Pay attention to how all of it makes you feel. Pay attention to the people and the types of posts that might be triggering you. Be thoughtful about what goes on with your emotions and in your mind when you're seeing certain content. Look at how it impacts your day. And last but not least, absolutely not least, remember that you are in control. If social media is more problematic than it is helpful and relaxing and all of that good stuff that it's supposed to be, then my friend, the best thing for you to do is re-evaluate your relationship with it. At the end of the day, we need to protect our energy, especially now when we're using it to cope with so much of COVID-19's effects. You get my drift? Great. That's that on social media. Easy peasy, right? Like I said, low-hanging fruit. You can pick it up anytime. So what else have we been doing during the pandemic that we might be able to adjust to make our days a little bit better? Well, I think that the current circumstances probably give us many, many reasons to complain more than we usually would, because as we already talked about, life has changed in major, major ways. There's a lot of dissatisfaction that we would like to voice, probably on a daily basis. And that's fair, because again, we're human and we won't always be satisfied with everything. And it is absolutely healthy to share the things that we're not satisfied with. Nobody wants to explode by keeping it all in. But when our entire day, our entire life, nearly every sentence is about something that we are not happy with, then that's a problem. That's no longer constructive. That's unhealthy. When that happens, when we get to that point, then to me, it means that we're choosing to see everything through the lens of discontent. And when we do that, and our entire world is covered in that fog, then to me, that seems like we're choosing to dwell in that place. And sometimes, you know, you just want to sit in that funk. But when it consumes you, that's a dangerous place to be. And if you're feeling like that right now, and you feel like there is no hope, there is no light, there's no bright side that you can look to, I empathize with you and I would 100% Encourage you to seek help if you can't help yourself. Talk to the people that you trust. And if you don't know anybody, then find somebody. I know some people prefer to confide in strangers because they feel like there's no personal connection or preconceived opinions or whatever. Whatever works for you. Find a support system as soon as you can. And if you're into self-help books, then find some or hit me up on social media and I can share some book recommendations that helped me a few years ago. Um, but really, I'm just saying that you deserve all the help that you need to feel better on a daily basis because this pandemic and everything bad or sad that comes with it and everything difficult that comes with life is rough. And to combine all of those things, if you're going through a lot, can be so overwhelming Um, so find the help that you need, but don't lose hope. Do not lose hope. Things won't stay the same forever. If you're listening to this and you're trying to manage your home life that has merged with your work life because of the pandemic, I see you, I feel you. If you're listening to this and you are managing a loss because of the pandemic, I see you. Whether it's the loss of your job, a relationship, a loved one's life, anything, I am so sorry. If you're battling marital stress because you're both cooped up in a house and dealing with, you know, a lot because you're two separate human beings, two different personalities together in matrimony and like your house might feel like a pressure cooker if that's what you're going through. I see you. I feel you. Keep pushing. If you have a child or children and you're trying to do the best for them under these circumstances, whether that means you're keeping them at home or because of your job, you have to send them to school, I see you. If you're trying to start a family and you're looking forward to the next chapter, despite everything that's happening, and you're either successfully, you know, pregnant and having a baby and looking forward, or you're really trying and you're praying and you're wishing and hoping for that blessing, I see you, I feel you, I wish you the best. If you have relationships that have strengthened during the pandemic, good for you. If you have relationships that have suffered, people that have left you during this pandemic, I see you. I feel you. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Some of us are still going through the night. And some of us... Are already tasting the morning, have already tasted the morning. This life is a cycle, and I see us, all of us, collectively, endeavoring to achieve that, that happiness, that joy, that peace. I wish us all the strength, all the love, the light. I wish us everything that we may need to move through this life in a meaningful way. When the challenges come, I want us to already envision the victory that we'll have when we overcome them. The glory that will not just be ours, but God's glory as well. We are not in this alone. Let us hold each other up and hold ourselves accountable for our own happiness. Let's change the things that aren't working for us and do more of the things that are. While I'm at it, let me just throw a bonus point in there, which is something that I should be saying to myself. I know we're in lockdown mode, but step outside your door, get some fresh air, drink more water, meditate, exercise, raise your heart rate, laugh, dance a little or a lot, just be intentional about the things that make you feel happy and do them. Does that sound good to you? Good. Easier said than done. But I promise we'll feel better if we actively seek and do those things that we knew energize us. Hmm. I think we can wrap it up now. Episode 8 is now, as my son David would say, all done. (laughs) If you're still here, then as always, I appreciate you. If you're not already following me, then please follow the podcast on Instagram and Facebook At Musings with Chanel, I promise I'll only be bringing good vibes your way. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else that you can leave a review, please leave one. It's encouraging. It's helpful to me. And let me know if you're enjoying the content and if you have any topic suggestions. That's all for now. Take care. Be well. Lots of love. Until next time.